their potential or not maybe they have reached the end of the road with the Sacramento Kings Harrison Ah. Barnes and Davion Mitchell now Harrison Barnes I mean this is a guy North Carolina highly touted since high school he's done a lot in this league as much as we joke about him he he's made a full career right he's had his stops he's an NBA champion he's been with multiple teams he's been that guy so you look at where he is and the timeline of the Kings, and you say, I mean, Harrison, if we could get what we got from you last night, we wouldn't be having this conversation. <laughs> yeah, even just a percentage of what he The got. problem is we all know we're not going to see that. Right. And I would say you're going to – you have an opportunity, again, revenge game for Harrison. I know that he's played the, the Warriors plenty. But, Harrison, can you give us 15 – on Thursday, that would make things tough for the Kings. Sure but if he goes back in the hole, then I think the conversation just continues the way it's been continuing. Is there any way if Harrison – I feel like we're doing the conversation that we had before the start of the season to where it's can you peak later in your career or I guess <laughs> re-peak. Yeah. Is there anything that Harrison Barnes could do to – I guess there's nothing he can do to get himself out of the lineup, but it, out of the starting lineup. But is there anything he could do to get himself out of trade talks? Ugh. Out of trade talks will be tough, especially at this point. I mean, you can't have two good games to hang your hat on and say, "Well, I showed my value. I showed my worth." You got to give, got to give more than that to get out of trade talks. But you know, I I still will contest that. You know, if if HB isn't moved at the deadline, I won't be super upset if if. I mean, considering there is another move made, let's say they move on from Kevin Herter and Davion Mitchell, but keep Harrison Barnes. I wouldn't be upset at that. I think the Kings still need, uh, you know, some some six eights, some six nines, some six seven guys out there uh, that can provide minutes. And even if it is just to be a body, I think it's fine. But uh, no, I think uh, I would not expect HB to have performances like he had last night. Shout out Will Z Stats, who had a, a number that you and I both sent to each other on mm-hmm. accident. Uh, last night was HB's 359th game for the Sacramento Kings. It was just his second time taking 20 or more field goal attempts. So to me, I mean, if we want to just take a piece of what Harrison gave us last night, it's, dude, like, flex a little bit. Mm-hmm. Take seven shots a game. Right. Just just make that a consistent thing so that we know, hey, every single night, you might get five of seven, Harrison. You might get one of seven, Harrison. You might get seven of seven. You might, who knows? You might get four of four, Harrison, but get, you know, I think last night he was eight of eight at the line. Like, can we get Harrison just at the line more? I think it's just being a little bit more present. And again, I've said, I feel like I've been saying it all year, but it's just like, dude, have some ego, please. Right. Like, I know, I know a lot of the times, especially with NBA players, it's about pulling back the ego a little right. bit, but. Like, just again, you you said it when you let it up. This dude was a, a top, like, number one high school player in his class. Right. Went to the University of North Carolina with tons of hype. Didn't live up to the hype his freshman year, which is why he went for a second year. Uh, but this is a dude who's been talented since day one. 
show that off. Like, yeah. show that you're a 17 million. You're the third highest paid player on this team. Yeah. Just ever once a week, even show some people why. Mm-hmm. And that that's really it. If I can get, I can live with bad performances, but it was the the Tony Snells man. Like, I can't live with you just out there doing cardio, getting even when he was scoring 14 points, but one rebound, one yeah. assist, one steal, and it's just contribute in other ways. Be active. Yeah, I mean, you watch the game and you just wonder how is that even possible? It doesn't make sense, right? How, how is it even possible sense. to play that amount of time? And not make a, not make an impact. So okay, and really, I don't know why I said Harrison Barnes, Davion Mitchell, and left out Kevin Herter. Who Kevin Herter, eight points last night. He was three for six from the field, two yeah. for five from three point land. I mean, HB got some of his shots, probably. Sure, three assists, which isn't bad. Yep. One block. Uh, you also Kev's playing had, good defense too. Yeah, two rebounds, but ultimately. You're looking for him to get going. And, yeah, on a day where HB has 32, I still think Kevin Herter needs to be in that – double. he needs to be in double digits. Sure. Right? More often than not, I would say. And you have a win, but at the same time, this is a win against a shorthanded Atlanta Hawks team. We gave them their flowers, (laughs) the Kings, for winning this game. But, yeah, Kevin Herter still has to be in those conversations. Definitely. I I think his shot looks better. I Mm -hmm. think the hitchy-hitchy-woo-woo's gone. But at the same time, I just don't know that it's enough. Yeah, I mean, it's we don't know if it's here to stay, right? Yeah. Like, I mean, we've seen it. I I think he's definitely played better, what, the last five games, last yeah. six or seven games. But I think we've seen a lot of up and downs with Kevin Herter throughout his time here. It's really nice to have him reengaged and, and being impactful again. But if it's going to go away, I mean, it's – you know that I think that's why he's on the trade block. Frankly, is because you look at his dollar figure too, and you say Kevin Herter, fourth highest paid player on the team, making fifteen million dollars a year. We can't have you being inconsistent. We can't have two of our top four no. highest paid guys just playing dice rolls every night to say oh, I don't know if I got it tonight. No, that's just not going to work. No. So I think Kevin Herter is still on the block as well. Definitely. And then last but not least, you have... So, look, whether those guys will play another game in Sacramento, it's a long road trip. I think it might be easier to make the move while they're on the road so. and not have them come back. That's what Indiana just did. That's what Indiana just did. So, I'm not sure. Getting to Davion Mitchell now. Yeah. Davion Mitchell, the the youngest out of the bunch, obviously. Yes. Yeah, a little bit yeah. younger than Kevin Herter. Just another no another lottery guy who just it hasn't really panned out so Mm-mm. far. We've seen at le- we when you've seen two other guys in what was your role, and you see Keon Ellis get elevated from the G League, and you see Colby Jones, and you see newer guys getting in and getting more opportunities yeah. than you. I think that him playing last night was a bit random, super random. But I've stopped. <laughs> I have stopped trying to figure out the rhyme or reason. Yeah. With Coach Mike's Brown's Mike Brown's rotations, um, and and look, he's gonna he's gonna defend. He's gonna try to do different things. I think, like you said, in this world, in this world of you have to be a versatile defender because in this world of we all switch everything. everything. You need somebody that they're afraid. You need two guys to where, dang it, we we're, we're, who can we switch with, right? On the Kings, there's too many opportunities to be like, I'd love to switch with that guy. So yep. even if Davion is almost kind of – and DeJounte Murray, I don't know how tall he is, but he looks like he's got some length on him, right? So, Davion, 
doing a little bit more creating with the ball offensively. The shot, obviously, he hasn't played a ton. He only took two three pointers. Neither they were. They're always basically they wide really open. Off. And they were way off. I've it never even seen really bad. that really, that, really first, bad. that first it one, the really baseline bad. one. I've never even seen a ball brick like that. No, I, ha- I really haven't. It seen It looked a ball. like a knuckleball. It hit the. So I'm 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 doing it in my my mind. So he's on the baseline. He's in the corner. Yeah. He like shoots it. Deep. It hits the back. Yeah. The back of the front. <laughs> Rim. Yes, yes. Like the back corner of yes. the front rim. I've never yeah, seen from that. From the deepest corner. He, yeah. yeah. He almost shot it like at an, yeah, I mean, at an angle. He didn't shoot it straight. He shot it about as sideways as you could have shot it. And yeah, so it that's crazy. just, you know, it, it's, it's The clearly... complete opposite of Sasha. Right, <laughs> Whatever right. Sasha's three that would touch the roof and right. just touch nothing but the bottom of the net, it was the complete opposite of that. So, look. I don't I don't know the who is in the market for an undersized guard that can create a little bit yeah. that can defend other guards and can't shoot. Yeah, I mean people always talk about the the second draft where mm-hmm. it's like, you know, you see a guy like Obi Toppin who goes uh from the Knicks and that situation doesn't work out and he goes to Indiana and it's just a little bit better of a fit and you see some things that you were hoping to see when he gets drafted. Cam Reddish is a perfect example of a guy who got drafted from a situation, not that Cam Reddish ever flourished in any capacity, but guys like to take flyers on people who didn't work out in their first situation and will convince them, hey, in our situation, it'll be different. And I think Davion's a prime candidate for whether it be, I mean, Detroit has literally mastered it. Marvin Bagley, mm-hmm. James Wiseman, those are two second draft kind of guys. Those kind of situations are perfect for Davion. I don't know if it's going to be Portland. I mean, if there's a Jeremy Grant, Matisse Thibel trade, I think he'd do great in that situation. Situation like Washington, where he'll just get tons of reps. Even Chicago, I think Chicago, like I, I think Davion is a perfect second opportunity guy where you could just imagine with the ball in his hands more in a situation where maybe they're more thinking about how do we make this work for Davion instead of how does Davion work for us? I could see how, and I think you tweeted out last night, like Davion's going to go somewhere and they're probably going to like what they get from it. Yeah. And you know, well, the one thing, the one thing that I was going to say as far as the whole second drafting and this is just an opportunity to make fun of Lakers. Do you remember the beginning of this season? I think he had one good game. It was the first or between the one of the first couple games of the season, and it was Cam Reddish. And everybody said, "No, you don't understand. Yes. Cam Reddish is yeah. a dog." Yeah. When well, I that was when, when the Lakers had the greatest offseason of all yes. time, right? and then yeah. he came in. He had one. Is he? Does he even still play? I don't think so. I actually don't think he does. I kind of feel like he got. Cut. That was their secret weapon, Cam yeah. Reddish. Yeah. They, they, it was their Lonnie Walker of this yes, year. Yes, they <laughs> interviewed some guy or a player that played with Cam Reddish. I think he might have also went to Duke, and it was no. People don't realize. Dude, out of that you want group, to talk about some high school. Cam pedigree? Reddish was that dude. Hey man, he's not wrong because in high school, Cam Reddish was that dude. They're all that dude in high school. No, but he was like the number two recruit out of that class. That dude. It literally it went R.J. Cam Reddish, Nas Little, Zion in that class. Hmm. That class was crazy, and it had Bull Bull six. Shout out Bull Bull. Um, Bull Bull. That's our first shout out of the game. Yeah. Of the day. Uh, yeah, but uh, to answer your question also, Cam Reddish is, I mean, he's kind of re-entered the rotation. But they're giving him some pretty serious minutes, actually, in L.A., which is uh, which is telling of how that <laughs> situation's going. Because yeah. that man, uh, he's playing a lot of basketball games. Who would have thought year. Darvin Ham in the basement of the Western he Conference? 26 games. 
this year. Would last longer than the situation <laughs> in Milwaukee. Yeah. How does know, they've been happen? trying to get that man out all yeah. year. I mean, I'm still seeing reports of Darvin Ham and them not. I mean, he's not making not it along. You don't think so? You think that there's going to be a situation like we just saw? What is Darvin Ham good at? He just stands there. He doesn't really. I don't. I was going to say he's a players coach, but <laughs> is he? None of the players seem to enjoy him. All right, get into uh, a break. Gilbert called the 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 dude with the bump on his. Oh head. yeah, yeah, yeah. Pack them bags. All right, get into a break. When we get back, Kings rank pretty pretty close to what you'd expect in the NBA power ranking, and we also talk free agents, Styles and Watkins, Sacktown Sports. Sports and subscribe. I was locked up. They weren't trying to let me out. Shout out Akon. But your boy is back. So I just got oh my poor Alan. Chris, so Chris and Nate are cracking up here because we're doing the show and I get a I get a, a complaint from Twitter and saying my account's locked because of copyright. And I have no clue what's going on. It just says I'm locked out. I have to go through the protocol to unlock it. And it's some tweet that I made from 2021. So three years ago now, right? Because it was during the pandemic. January 15th, 2021. It has six likes. Okay. And it's basically uh, here's a tweet. Speaking of fire walkout songs, a lot of y'all on this app never recreated the clips grinding beat on a Sick desk beat. or any object and it shows and i don't even Bro, know what i posted well, yeah. Did you audio i don't know it's gone that? now i don't know well you know it what must I do. have been the clip song i don't know but Grinding. i got popped for it i know something though what there you go i'm back so hey, it was it was a it was a good run it was dicey yeah. it was a good run it was dicey. Back. I, i'm thinking what are they talking about from 2021 they said someone reported it somebody is just <laughs> you is, gotta you gotta bro, clean someone up is, you someone's got you man. someone's got their radar on you dude. somebody is checking so, through to my, 21 and looking through my top walkout songs <laughs> they're like how can we get Sweet. him yeah let's get this guy he's man. gotta have something copyright beam guy we know beam he, guy. he loves twitter we gotta get him and now i have to go through and audit because if i have anything else <laughs> i'm gonna get suspended you gotta call elon dude i'm gonna get suspended if i have anything else what's uh, going and then on what, here what will you do i don't <laughs> you know can't what go on twitter do. I would know. I, I don't, don't know, know if we can have more show time with my daughter. Point. I don't know. Oh, could you imagine? Yeah. Oh wow. Oh gracious. man. I'm, I'm thinking. I'm sitting here. What's wrong? It's like, with what's this? the what's the point of living? Yeah. Man? Someone is trying have, to get you. That's and then what's crazy, crazy is when they. Twenty one is crazy. What's crazy is this thing is so hacky. When it locks you out, it still says it goes back to Twitter.com. 
Like I have two little birds on my accounts locked. Yeah. But then once it lets me back in, it's back to X. There you go. We gotta get back on track. But <laughs> yeah, they they tried to. They someone tried, tried to, to give me, man. Oh man, poor Alan. Who's Dude. snitching out here? It's that's crazy. Someone's not accepted you to Sacramento. Yet. No. That's, that's not cool, crazy. Man. That's not cool. I'm trying to tell you to go back home. But I'm back. Yeah. I'm He's back. back. <laughs> you don't like the clips? You don't like grinding? Yeah, that's crazy. I don't know. Did, was it Nate? Did they have beef with 3-6 Mafia or something? <laughs> yeah. With Juicy J? Is that what it is? Project Pat called me. He's like, you got to take gotta this guy take down. Him, I know you're on the inside. You wow. got to the top. <laughs> Hit him where it hurts the most, Twitter. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Get his account suspended for five minutes. This is crazy. <laughs> Not oh, even. Man. This is crazy. Grinding. All right. We're back here. Styles and Watkins, Sacktown Sports, yeah. taking you up to 2 p.m. And we have the power rankings for this week. And the Kings, they used to be in the top 10. Yeah. Not so much anymore. Way, way, way back. We used to be complaining about where the Kings were. Yeah. And we can't really do that now anymore. Now we're satisfied. Yeah, the Kings are like, oh, 17th right now. Stop slipping. And that feels fine. I mean, if you do the math, they're the are they still the eight seed or did they move up last night? Uh, they moved up, I believe, to the seven seed last night. So rejoice, rejoice. Um, so two five two sets of five seeds, and then you have the Kings. It feels go. good to know at the very least, like we're not in an era which we were in the past where people were just LOL Kings. Kings suck for a stretch, and so you guys suck forever kind of thing, mm-hmm. where it's, oh, yeah, the Kings are on a four-game losing streak showing that one year of stability can't erase 16 years of terrible basketball or whatever. The Kings are at least ahead of the Lakers in the uh, in the power ranking. They are one ahead. Lakers are 500. Uh, and some interesting takeaways here. Prior to the last three games, uh, this was written before uh, the Kings' previous game, um, uh, yesterday, the Kings were 10 and one when they shot 40% or better from three. They're now 10 and four. So they lost three straight, uh, games hitting over 40% from three, yeah. uh, Fox last season's Kia clutch player of the year is 0 for 13, which we read on these airwaves, uh, which is the worst among 54 players with at least 10 attempts on clutch threes. He's also, as we mentioned, uh, the other day, 12 of 20 on clutch free throws, uh, he mentioned Kevin Herter bouncing back, uh, having two big performances. Here's an interesting note here for this road trip. Kings just got back from a five-game road trip, but a seven-game trip, their longest of the season, begins Thursday in San Francisco. Here's an interesting nugget. They'll have a rest advantage in four of those seven games, including each of the first three, though they've lost their last three rest advantage games. That is, do you think, they can't know that, right? Do you think, That's not something you're focusing on. That's not something you're focusing on, but it is weird. It's super strange. You know, and it's just. Especially because it doesn't work the other way for them, it doesn't seem like. It's not like they're turning it on when they shouldn't turn it on. But you got to take advantage, for what it's worth, that losing streak, they were more so where they where they probably should be last week when they were 13. Yeah. But they dropped four spots. Basically, they lost a spot per game. Yeah. And that put them in 17 as you have. You're just interested in the teams. You're behind the Jazz. I mean, the Jazz are in front of you, right? The Heat are in front of you. Uh, That's also the Jazz were on a six-game win streak. So that's The Pacers, 13. The Knicks, Mm. the Cavs, the Mavericks, the Suns at nine. Watch out for them, sons. They were They're 14 climbing. last week. They're now number nine. New Orleans Pelicans at eight. They actually dropped a little bit. They were at six. The Bucks at seven. That's why <laughs> That's why they had to fire their head coach. 
T-Wolves at six, which I think is a little interesting. Yeah, that as is the T-Wolves are maybe cooling off a bit. They the are. Thunder drop all the way to five from number one. Nuggets drop one. They were just a rough week because yeah. the, the West just keeps beating each other That's up. That's the problem, right? Right. You have the Sixers at number three, the Clippers at number two, wow. and the Celtics at number one. Somebody posted this yesterday when Joel Embiid balled out. Want to know your thoughts to all the listeners. Nate, you can have this conversation as well. Joel Embiid is the Dak Prescott of the NBA. Mm-hmm. Does that feel right? It's really funny. Uh, I I think uh, I just want to make sure I get what he's saying by saying the Dak Prescott of the NBA. So would that be just a regular see as as let's words you use words that you you like to use? Is he a regular season merchant? Is what is what that would be entailing? I think both. Right, he's a regular season and just merchant. Just unserious in the playoffs. Yeah, he's like a regular season threat. merchant, and he is a bad teams merchant. That's interesting. Um, the bad teams merchant is seems to be a very real thing. Uh, I I got fooled by a fake good versus bad yes. team Joel Embiid stat, but I think it was created to prove the point that Joel has. Uh, he's frankly just skipped out on nights where they've played right. really good opponents, and then he'll play uh, two games against the Pistons, mm-hmm. and then they'll have to play OKC, and then all of a sudden Joel has to miss a game because of right. rest. So I would say yes then. If if that's if those are the two qualifications, I would say Joel Embiid definitely is most effective in the regular season and turns into a different player, uh, just a little bit less dominant and effective as a player in the postseason. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, yeah, I mean, I think you could say he's a bit of a, a bad team merchant where, yeah, if there's not a good opposing center on the other side, I know he, he just cooked Jokic the other day, but that was also in Philly. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't I don't necessarily know if doing that in Denver is going to change a whole lot of things, but it at least kind of squashes the narrative a bit more. So, I, I, yeah, I, I, I'll rock with it. Dak Prescott of, uh, of NBA. I think that's spot on until it's not, but I think that's spot on. And well, he does have an MVP and Dak was just, that's true. He was in the conversation and then dropped off. That's the only thing is Joel might be better. Joel is better in the hierarchy of, of the sport. That's, that's, that's very true. Right. He's like maybe a little more, I don't want to say Josh Josh Allen, Allen. but maybe like Lamar possibly where it's just like, I mean, I don't know. Health is kind of, I mean, health is funnier though. To compare. <laughs> yes, it is. No, it, the, the point gets pushed a little bit yeah. further with Dak, with saying it's Dak. So I'm okay with Dak. All right, get into a break. When we get back, is one way to take down the empire of the Pelicans from within? <laughs> the Styles Pelican and Watkins, M- Sack Town Sports. Sports. Call or text at 916-339-1140. From the 503, Manny from the SAC chat. Manny too legit. Manny here. This is going to be a tough road trip. How many games out of the seven do you think we will win? I, I Sorry. I can't say more than four. 
I just can't right now. Yeah, it's tough. I mean, I, I think four and three is definitely the mark that the Kings want to get to. Anything worse than that, I mean, situation dependent, you you probably uh you're probably uh unsatisfied. I mean, yeah, again, we, we went through it earlier, but Warriors, that just should be a win. Dallas you can have as kind of that swing game. Memphis has to be a win. There's no way. Without Jaw, they've been terrible. Uh, Miami is a tough one. Acceptable if you lose that one. Indiana, I mean, we just saw them lose to them without uh, Tyrese or Seattle. At home. At home for the Pacers. Bulls, that's a game you should have. And Cleveland's kind of a game that's, again, up in the air. But that's that's a gettable game. So, uh, what we listed, uh, Warriors, Grizzlies, Bulls as must-wins. Dallas as a flex kind of should win, but also maybe they have something for you. But you would also like to at least pick up one of those games that, you hey, here's a novel concept. Win a game that you you maybe aren't supposed to win. Mm-hmm. That can happen too. Yeah, and that game, to me, it's, as we look at it here, to me, it's going to be you get Warriors, you get Mavs, right? And I would take the over in that game i think there's gonna be yeah, a score for sure you get warriors you get mavs you get grizzlies you probably drop the heat the question is can you get either the heat or the pacers right or 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 honestly if you get those three to be honest with you because now i'm looking there's actually it's actually a eight I, we've been saying or I'd been saying a seven-game road trip. It's an eight-game road trip. No? One, two, three, four, seven. five, six. It is seven. Okay, people in the chat are saying different things. No. So, you get Warriors, that's one. You get Mavericks, that's two. You get Grizzlies, that's three. You drop Heat, you drop Pacers. Yeah. You, but you is should that, get five. You should so get how five. Do, will it matter also how it gets done in terms of – I mean, it, it's going to affect how we're going to talk about it, but how you just laid out super interesting. If they get three straight wins and then potentially four straight losses on that trip, well, they no, they won't get four straight losses, or th- I mean, or three of four, even. Yeah, like that's that would be bad. That's not going to have you have feeling a, positive about it. No, but this is kind of what happened on their last road that's exactly trip, what right? Happened right. So you and get, we did not feel good when they no, came we home. We didn't. We didn't. I, I I think you either get the swing game is either I think you're going to get the Bulls. It's whether you're you going to get yeah. the Mavs and the Cavs yeah. or just one of them. I don't think they're going to beat the Pacers. And I don't think they're going to beat the Heat. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, I'm right there with you. I'd like to say they should beat the Pacers. But again, there's no, I mean, I can't, I can't use the last game that we played as any sort of uh, indication. No, they're, they're, of, they're not beating. Them. I mean, there's just, there's, there's no reason to believe it. I'm not saying it's impossible, but I mean, there's, there's no re the team has not given me faith to say, and I mean, they've just played so inconsistently all year long. Why are we supposed to believe that they're going to show up to that game, which they should have a little bit extra for them, right? I mean, they yeah. the Pacers just flat out embarrassed the Kings on their home floor uh, in a game where the Kings probably looked at it as a get-right game. And they had Tyrese flexing on the sideline as well. Man. And they were shorthanded without Pascal. Can we get back to the pride thing, though? Yeah. And I know we have a couple games before the yeah, Pacers, sure. so we're going to do this again. Yeah. But when you do get out there, can you remember stuff like that? Please. Like, that's no, our thing. Just... We can go back and forth about the, oh, the media availability, whatever. Yeah. Just have some pride when you get on the court. Yeah. 
okay? Because yeah. this is what winning happens. Helps solve all. Th- winning solves everything. Things get frayed and articles get written because this is all just based on you guys right. tricking off games and being down 50 to the Pelicans, yes. right? That's, That's where this is. all started. And as we ended the last, the last segment getting into this one, and I talk about taking down the empire of the Pelicans, <laughs> the, the Smoothie the King Pelican empire. empire. Okay, they're an empire when they play the, yeah. the Kings. Oh, yeah. No, they're a dynasty when they play the Kings. Herb Jones. Yeah. <laughs> Get me Herb Jones. Get me Herb Jones. Okay, that starts the fraying sure. of the Pelicans. Yeah. Okay, they got a bunch of long dudes. Just give us one of them. They we just need many. one. Yeah, they got way too Okay, many. give us young Herb, mm-hmm. and whatever you want back, we'll figure it out. Sure. That is what has to happen. Okay? that that That's what has to happen. You got to get down, us Herb. Yeah, Trojan horse him, huh? Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Maybe yeah. give him HB or something. You know, that, that might help. Hey, here's HB. Yeah. You know, Zion, Zion never plays. Right. Here's a dude who doesn't miss games. Exactly. He will teach Zion the oh way. Oh, my gosh. Zion okay. will have the nicest suits. But, you know. Flexible, all that. Herb Jones is a name that's come up connected to the, connected to the Kings. They are open to moving yeah. him. And that's a guy who he can hit the three ball. Yeah. When necessary, For sure. but he is a, a 3 and D, D guy. Yeah, absolutely. He's the exact kind of guy who the Kings should uh, be trying to acquire. I know he just got a uh, a new contract in the offseason, which is why people are a little bit confused as to why Herb's even on the uh, the trade block because they they like literally just signed him this offseason. I believe it was a pretty team-friendly deal. I think he's only making – making 12 million dollars pretty much he's making 12 million this year it maxes out in 26 27 at 14 mil that's less than Harry. that's 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 what kevin herter's getting paid this year pretty See. much uh and that's the max that you're going to be paying him so doesn't make a lot of sense and i mean yeah if the pelicans just feel like they got too many guys with trey murphy and and herb jones and uh jordan hawkins and they right. got zion and they got brandon ingram and they got Larry Nance Jr. I understand why they feel like they have too many of those guys. So I don't know what they would be interested in from the King side. Maybe a Kevin Herter, maybe a say, shooter makes sense for them. They need shooters. But uh, yeah, I mean, if the Kings can make it work without giving up, really, honestly, I wouldn't want. I with a young player who's on a team friendly contract, they'll probably want two first round picks. But I'd be pretty hesitant to move on from multiple first for for Herb. Like Herb Jones is really good. He's a solid role player. I think a. A lot of teams, maybe 30 teams in the NBA would love to have him, but I, I don't know if you're willing to give up two first-round picks for him. No, but that's the problem here, and I, I'm just so sick of the T-Wolves because they really ruined the market they, for everyone. Yeah, they destroyed it. Right, this is very Completely. similar. We've seen this with other other sports as well. And you know what it was? It was Deshaun Watson right. in Cleveland. Yep. And that one, that one was actually so out of pocket. Yes. Nobody it didn't mess up it. the market. Yeah, nobody followed People it. Said, Everyone's like, yeah, they're just tripping. We're <laughs> yeah. not going to. That's that's insanity. We're not going to do that. Legit. But you have the the T-Wolves who, you know, they get they give up the five first rounders. Now everybody is worth the first rounder. Yeah. Dorian Finney-Smith, we talked a lot about it on this show, and and you probably saw Brandon Nunez's article about Dorian Finney-Smith and what it would take to get him. Now all of a sudden they want two first for Dorian Finney-Smith. Like, what are we talking about? The market about? is broken. It's broken. It's and Christian some- Kirk, too, broke the market. That <laughs> the that was receiver, the summer yeah. the yeah. Debo signing. Yeah, because they signed him to way too much money. And now you got to wait, and Jags. hopefully things figure itself back out. But I think that's a reason. I think that's a reason the Kings might not be able to make a move. Right. Because 
Everybody's at a higher future for Herb Jones. Exactly. Everybody is at a higher price right now. Yeah. No, and I mean the Kings aren't in a position to just be dealing those draft picks willy nilly. It's a it's really a problem the NBA is going to have to deal with because I think OKC we we did it the other day. They have like nine first round picks in the next three years, which is pretty much an entire roster. Which like you just at some point you can't, you literally can't make those picks. Like you have too many guys already committed money to that you you can't do it and. Like five teams are going to own every draft pick in 2026 at this rate. And so I don't know how the NBA is going to fix it, but I, I definitely think at some point somebody's got to look at the Gobert deal to your point and just say, this cannot be the standard. We yeah. cannot operate with this as the going rate for things because, again, no one's going to have any picks and no one's also going to be able to get any deal done. You know, and maybe that is a reason we haven't, and we'll see what happens. Well, teams are going to get more desperate towards the end, right? Sure. Sellers. Yeah. Sellers are just right now, hey, well, we're just going to say it's this price right, right now, but who knows? The Bulls. Like, right. the Bulls at some point are going to say, fine. I would much rather just get rid of Zach Levine and cut our losses, right? Right. The, the Miami and Charlotte deal for Terry Rozier, that makes sense yeah. to me. Yeah. A 2027 first round pick. Yeah. The Heat are kind of in win now. They're just yeah. they're trying to do some things right now. Jimmy Butler's no spring chicken. You you kind of got to go now. That that's a fair assessment yeah. to me. But these multiple picks that that are going on and they're immediate and they need to happen now. I just think that we're probably not going to see anything like you said until closer to the deadline because these teams will say, okay, nobody's budging. It's just like in in Shark Tank. Or if you're at <laughs> yeah. a, a flea market or right. something, when you're about to leave, when you walk okay, away, okay, fine, this I is my last it. offer. Yeah. Fine, fine, fine. We'll we'll do 15. Right, we'll do 15. That's what's gonna happen. Yeah, totally. At at some point, teams are are. I mean, the teams that are sellers are probably overvaluing what they got. They said they'll tell the Kings, you know, you don't want to offer more. That's fine. That's fine. We got time. We're we're not in a rush mm-hmm. to get better. We're the Chicago Bulls. We're yeah. we're we're already losing games. You know where here. to find us. Yeah, Portland Trailblazers. You want Jeremy Grant? Okay, we'll we'll be here. We're yeah. already we're already losing games. Okay, we're, we'll sit here and Jeremy Grant can score forty. That's awesome. We're mm-hmm. still gonna lose, and that ups Jeremy Grant's value. And uh, you're the team that's just on a four game losing streak, looking like you need to make a move yesterday. So right. uh, yeah, when, whenever you're ready, Kings, for a serious offer, we'll we'll be willing to hear it. And then at some point, it's gonna get like you're saying to that actual deadline, and the Blazers are gonna look around and say. What are we doing here? What are we yeah. doing with Jeremy Grant on this roster? We're a terrible team. We have 30 young guys who are waiting to get minutes. What are we paying Jeremy Grant $35 million for? Let's get him off for, yeah, sure, we'll take Harrison Barnes and Davion Mitchell and Kevin Herter and a pick. Yeah, whatever. We'll we'll just do it because what are we doing? Exactly. That's exactly. All right, more Kings talk when we get back. Other rumors swirling around the NBA. And then at 1 o'clock, that kicks off our Chuck Smart Drive of the Week, which will kick off our football hour as we discuss the Niners and taking on the Detroit Lions. Styles and Watkins, Sacktown Sports. Live and local. Live and local. This is Sacktown Sports. From the 
530. A lot of 530 action hmm. today on the Folsom Lake Honda Hotline. All guests and callers join us from the Folsom Lake Honda Hotline. Folsom Lake Honda, your one-stop Honda shop. Did Harrison Barnes and Herter make the Kings better after last night or make their trade value better? That's from the 530. Well... I would say no. I mean, I think it's a little bit overrated. The showcase games and all that. Really? Stuff. I don't think that like a random thirty-two point Harrison Barnes performance is actually gonna. I don't know. Get you man. a player, but what? Like, what is Monty supposed to say? Uh, only no, but it's only not one Monty. first round pick. Like, did you not? Did you not see the thirty-two points? No, the other but day? it helps his average. Yeah. It I mean, like, I don't think average. it's, yeah, I just don't think it's going to help him get anything more in. If you're going to say make their trade value better, that's saying you're going to get more in return because of okay, their performance. What about a showcase stretch? What if Harrison sure. does 32, I would say three games, yeah. right? What if he goes 32 one game or yeah. this last night, then goes 15 yeah. the next two games? It might raise his value in the sense of maybe he can say, look, if you have hesitations about this offer, there's more in the tank than what's been displayed. It's more just we are holding – we're the ones holding him back. Okay, actually. but here's – here's okay, then look at DeJounte Murray and yeah. what he's done these last couple games. Yeah. You're telling me that price, price tag going up? I don't actually think so, no. I mean, because like – going what? up, Chris. I mean, it's funner for like fodder, but like in actual – like in practice, I don't think that – Harrison Barnes having one good game and Kevin Herter being like I'm marginally saying, okay, maybe better. not just one but I'm saying a showcase stretch well let's let the stretch happen with HB first well I'll talk about the Herter stretch because at least there's been a stretch but would you to not talk about. but would you not argue that DeJounte Murray hasn't raised his value these this last stretch yeah, I would probably argue it. I mean, like, again, what is what is raising your value? Like, if you're raising your value, then what He's had two, didn't he have two back-to-back game winners? But is that going to make the other team want or have to give up more in order to acquire him? Last 10 points, or last 10 games, he's averaging 24 okay. points. Sure. Okay, shooting 41% from three. Okay. All right, six rebounds, four assists. He had... Like we said, okay, he had 35 last night. He had 24 the night before, or the game before. Before that, 22. Before that, 26. Come on. Yeah, I mean, I, they're, Raise they're, it. they're great numbers, but I, I just I don't think that it's going to, again, I don't think you're going to get anything more than what you probably would have. Like, are you getting an extra first-round pick because DeJounte so. Murray is having a good 10-game stretch? I do think so. Then that's that's just where we're gonna have to disagree because I just I just don't think that that's so. At the what case. point is this done? Is at what point are they done deciding? At what point are they done deciding what someone's value? If is? If you look like a different tier player than you were before, like if you're again, like if you're doing things that you just haven't been doing all season long, yeah, then maybe again you can convince the other team, hey, we're just not telling him to do this part of his game, but you've seen in this stretch. He's capable of doing it, and that's exactly where you're having your holes. But, but that's HB. I mean, in the sense if, of if before you stretch. thought you were getting absolutely nothing. All you right. thought you were getting a guy who's going to play 15 minutes and run around, but you're actually getting a player who might be able to contribute. But I, I just I, – I, I, I mean, I always thought that HB's value already was being – 
undersold to but the Chris, public. Okay, no, I I hear you though, but I'm just saying there are versions because them. Then my question is, at what level? If if Kevin Herter went on a heater sure. like the beginning of the season, yeah. where he went, what was it, 21, 21 yeah. 28, 28, yeah. then twenty one, th- during this during this yeah. road trip, yeah. you don't you're not you're not you're not thinking that that could help something. It's gonna help, but I don't know again if it's actually tangibly getting you more than what you would have gotten before. It's one thing to be more. Okay, maybe convinced. it allows you to not give away as much you were you had to before. Sure. Because of the absolutely. value. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Right? Kevin Herter not on a heater. Yeah, both works. Hey, the same. we want to pick Addition if it's hey, look at what he's been doing. Sure. I again I would just say that we have not whatever I'm not saying that point doesn't exist. I definitely hear what you're saying, and I think there is a a point in which that is a fact, but yeah. I don't. I maybe what I'm more saying is I don't think we've gotten to that point with either Kevin or HB to where no. you're convincing a team that uh, yeah, there's something more than what you're seeing. This is and this is what we were, what what I was bringing up earlier in the season when you had and this is my favorite stretch from Kevin Herter. This is before the finger situation and when Kevin Herter here. Let's see here. Okay, so he had yeah, he had 26 against the Bucks. They lost that game and it was back in November if I'm not mistaken. Here you go, right here. It was in season and it was actually all a lot of it was in in season tournament play. But yeah, he went Yeah, he went 28 He went 28 20 28 17 13. Yeah. That's cooking. Yeah, they should have traded him at they, that they, point they, in time. They, yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think, and exactly to my, like, I, his value has since gone back. I mean, maybe it was higher in that exact moment in mm-hmm. time, but overall, it doesn't change people's perception of the player that he is. What's your, yes, you're saying that if the idea is- You can strike is, when the iron is hot, yeah. for sure, but that iron- better be really really hot what you're saying is in the the idea of this being similar to the stock market yes right and you wake up and sell 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 buy 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 it's not like that yes but if there was a span of time this is my argument right so long story short to the to the five to the five three oh don't think that one one game is going to change anything. Definitely not. But if he goes on a little heater here, I, I think it might. By the way, speaking of the the stock market, just real quick, Netflix movies called Fair Play. Okay. Okay. Check it out. It's a great movie. Okay. It's pretty trippy. It's a great movie. Basically, the the uh, a man and a woman are dating, right? And they both work as analyzers for you know one of these places in New York stock market. One of them gets a promotion. They're, they, it's not allowed for them to date, so it's on okay. the low. One of them gets a promotion. One of them doesn't. That's all I'm going to say. Check it out. Interesting. It's a good one. It's a good one. And the baby slept the whole time. I didn't uh, didn't have to stop once. So for what I'm for what it's worth, while we're talking about Netflix, I'm seeing that uh, Netflix and WWE apparently signed a uh, a deal where they're going to stream uh, WWE on Netflix starting in January. I believe January. This is of next just year. giving me a headache. I think now. is what it's. No, I'm, this is giving me a headache. Why is that? Everything. Oh, just like where you have. Where to get, is it? Yeah, yeah. It's just it's like I mean, the this multiverse. Is just the start. That's to me. That's really the what you're Some getting things at. Are is, on Peacock. It's the start of that. Where are, are now? We're seeing live. 
Oh, sorry, wrestling people. I'm gonna throw sporting in in in, in quotes. I didn't have to mention that, but I'm you didn't going have to, to say you did. Definitely didn't have to, but uh, yeah, it's, you're seeing live sporting events now uh, now in streaming platforms, and that's uh, you know you already saw the the Amazon Prime thing, obviously with with the NFL, but this is just an expansion of that. And NBA has uh, started to show games on on HBO Max, and uh, there's a lot of rumors that. The in-season tournament is heading to a streaming platform I'm near done. you. So I'm done. Yeah, it doesn't doesn't seem like uh, this problem is going to get. Be any careful smaller. what you wish for. Yep. Everybody said we're done with cable. Yep. This is worse than cable now. Yes. It's worse. Yes, definitely. I mean, I'm sure if you look at the the combined prices of like all, if you had everything, if you had Peacock, Hulu, Netflix, Max, uh, Paramount Plus. Uh, I don't know whatever whatever other things there are Fubo I don't know I don't even know what a Fubo is honestly you have did you said Hulu Hulu Netflix HBO Max mm-hmm. uh, you've got Amazon Prime Amazon Prime didn't mention that one Apple TV Apple TV didn't mention that one Paramount you said Plus Ma- yeah. Paramount Plus yeah, Max. Peacock um, it's too much it's too much it's way too much There's this no is way. worse I mean that's got to be like a hundred dollar bill easy. Right? Easy. Plus. Plus. And now Netflix, you got to help pay and you can't share locate, you know, share accounts. Yeah, share passwords and none of that. (sighs) Get into a break when we get back. Truck Smart Drive of the Week. Styles and Watkins, Sackdown Sports.